Hello everyone, Myron here. Just a heads up, this episode was recorded before the Oscars. We talk about who will win and who should win as if the awards haven't happened yet. So if you're feeling a little disoriented, it's not you, it's me. In any case, we figure it would be fun to look back and see if our predictions were true. Hope you enjoy this one. And now, on to the episode. If you're good at something, never do it for free. You're my older brother, and I love you. But don't ever take sides with anyone against the family again. I pop. <laughs> Welcome back. We are the Film Drifters. Our show provides film and TV reviews from two guys that make, watch, and love movies. I'm Myron, and joining me each week is Will. Oh man, long time no see. Oh yeah. here, it's not really joining me each week because it's been more than a week since it's we've done been this. Much more it's, than a it's week. It's been yes. a minute. Yes. It's been more than a minute. Yeah, yeah. It's been a long time <laughs> since I've said, welcome back, we are the Film Drifters. And uh, our apologies, it's totally my fault. Life but has the, uh, yeah. grabbed me by the neck and said, <laughs> I, I own you. And so uh, just this week, I was able to fight back and say, no, I own you. It's a welcome back indeed. Yeah, I have no yes. idea where I'm going with this. But anyway, <laughs> joining us today is Kat Loznikova. Welcome back, Kat. Well, I'm hello. so thrilled to be back for my um, monthly pop-in. Yeah. It's been more than a month. Has it been more than a month? Has it been more than? I don't know. Yeah. It's Kat? been more than a month, but we're still on the month-to-month schedule. So yeah. here I am. It's April. So yes. thrilled to be back. Yes, yes, yes. Today wow. we'll be reviewing Godzilla versus Kong. I know Kat's, Kat is really looking forward to that one. And we oh, will man. also be examining the Oscar categories. And we'll be talking about who we think should win and who we think will win. Because oftentimes those two aren't always the same. So first things first, wanted to ask you guys. It's been about, I would say, a month since we recorded. And in our last recording, Will, you didn't, you weren't even there. You were fixing, fixing your computer. I'm doing the, the little, uh, what do you call these, bunny ears around my head. Air quotes. But, uh, Yes, air quotes. Uh, there we go. Don't give it to him when he's trying to call me out, <laughs> throw me under the bus. Yeah. <laughs> it was a bad day. It sucked. My computer just took a dump for a moment, you know? I mean, I look, I still love Windows, but when when those updates happen and you just, you know, accidentally pull the plug, you know, shutting down your computer and then it just freezes on you, yeah. you know? It's like, come on, Windows. Really? You're going to do this to, to me? I used to make fun of Windows users, and just last year I became one again, so I can no longer make fun of them. Hey, guys, guys, it's my birthday today. Yes, it is. What? That too. Yeah, it is my birthday today. I'm 41. Ooh. Like the Dave Matthews song. I don't know if you're Dave Matthews fans out there, but oh, yeah. 41. I'm the heart of Dave Matthews. Yes. Space between. <laughs> so we attempted to, uh, we, my sister came to watch the little one, and so my wife and I tried to go out and have dinner with our uh, two-year-old, soon-to-be three-year-old, and it was an absolute shit show. It was bad. Really? <laughs> yeah. What? Well, because uh, he was really sick two weeks ago, but he never really got rid of this cough, and it just has been lingering. So we went out to a public restaurant, and you know, mind you, we're Asian, so we feel like doubly like self-conscious about okay. having a coughing kid. And we wanted to tell everyone, hey, my wife and I, we're vaccinated. Our son got tested. We're fine. But every time he, he would cough, like, we would literally just like ball up with tension and be like, oh my God, oh my God. Like, I just imagined you though stepping on the table of the restaurant and yelling out, everyone, ladies and gentlemen, I'm we're, va- fine. We are vac- we're fine. We are vaccinated. Just want to let you know. <laughs> vaccinated. We are vaccinated. vaccinated. <laughs> my child is yeah. safe. Yeah, but we tried. That That's what counts. We tried. And so, you know, next year, I'm sure, it, I'm sure it'll be even, 
even better. So, but、yeah. the more important question is, where did you go out to eat? The Summit House. So、uh, we went to the Summit House. We dined in inside the restaurant today. Last year we got takeout and we we ate it at home. So that that's progress, I would say. Definitely progress. Well,、so、happy、good. birthday! Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I have my glass of something something here. So something, thank you guys. Something something. something. Yeah. Good to see、that's、you guys. That's something good. Yeah. Miss your faces. Cheers. Cheers. Happy happy birthday to、mm. so many more. Movies, good、Cat. and shitty ones. Yes, like yes, <coughs> Kong versus Godzilla. Does does Myron look forty one to you? Be honest. No. How old is he? Not a day.、Like、not a day older than twenty five. Yeah, <laughs> you are such a liar. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but when、uh, you see me in person, you're like, okay, yeah, he looks at least thirty nine. Just kidding. Yeah, but we're we're gonna do one of these soon. We're gonna record in person soon. I promise. Yes, it'll be fun. All right, so here's the rundown. We had a few trailers drop this week. First off, Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. I gave you ten years to live your life. And where did that get you? I trained you so the most dangerous people in the world couldn't kill you, son. It's time for you to take your place by my side. I don't know too much about Shang Chi.、Uh, Nor do I. The, from the Marvel universe, correct? I believe.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but from what I saw on the trailer, it looked、uh, entertaining, actually. Yeah. And I thought that the、uh, some of the costumes of the of the characters,、uh, especially the one that was like kind of the undercover ninja kind of、uh, look. Yeah.、Uh, with the mask, I thought that was cool. Yeah.、Um, yeah. I、uh, love seeing Aquafina in this. I'm a huge Aquafina fan. Yeah,、um, and Tony Lung, like that guy, is amazing and has been in so many amazing iconic、uh, Chinese films.、Mm-hmm. He's he's in this, which is awesome, and、uh, I'm just excited. Like Harry Yoon, whom we had on the show、uh, as the、uh, you know for his work on Minari, he actually was one of the co-editors of Shang Chi. So, so、uh, really happy to see him、uh, working on something big. You know, love his work on the small stuff, but also equally looking forward to seeing his work on the big kinda- stuff. Funny, funny enough though, I when I saw Aquafina, as you mentioned, it, it was kind of like a Kim's Convenience meets Crazy Rich Asians. <laughs> I know, right? And the fact that also Michelle Yeoh's on this. <laughs> uh huh. Wait,、I、was just, the was the lead guy, the actor, lead actor in in Shang Chi, was he on Kim's Convenience? Yes, he was. The, oh,、uh, oh he was. Yeah, that yeah was like I saw this guy before. Yeah, that's yeah, that's incredible. Good so, for him. Yeah, when, and then when I saw Aquafina, I was like, "Oh, okay." I get, and then I saw Michelle Yeoh. I was like, "What is this a reunion?" <laughs> yeah, it's pretty、But、awesome. It's cool. No, no, I, I think that、uh, 
I, I like I like the the progress that's happening, and so yeah. Um, another trailer that dropped is for The Conjuring Three: The Devil oh. Made Me Do It. When yes. wanted to see if you guys had a chance Jesus. to see that one too. I think I hurt someone. This is Ed Warren here with Lorraine. All right, let's get started. Residents of Brookfield were shocked this afternoon by the broad daylight murder of Bruno Sauls. The court accepts the existence of God every time a witness swears to tell the truth. I think it's about time they accept the existence of the devil. Whatever is going on, whatever happened that day, that was not Arnie. It's a witch's totem. We think your family was cursed. And that connection's still broken. I don't know where I'm on the conjuring, so I... Do you like horror films, Kat? Mm, I like horror suspense, not horror gore. So there are a few horror films that I like. This isn't actually horror gore, though. This is more horror uh, thriller. Shit your pants horror. <laughs> um, more spirit, like that the spiritual aspect of it. So it's more thrilli- like thriller, yeah. The demonic horror. Demonic yeah. horror, yes. I saw the first Conjuring. I still don't know where I am. So trailer Were got you scared? skipped. <laughs> Were you scared? I get scared. <laughs> That's, I mean, there you go. That's the point, you know? You're supposed to get scared. I have to watch these the scary movies with daylight. Uh, and then yeah. I have the rest of the day to like rewrite Process over it, it yeah. and then yeah. just go to bed. Exactly. That's what I did when uh, we reviewed a film um, called uh, Hereditary. Yeah. I and, loved uh, Hereditary. Are you serious? That movie was absolutely like one of the scariest movies I've ever seen in my entire life. That's what she loved it. It was, a, it was yeah. a great, great that horror That was film. like... That one was up my alley, and so was Midsommar. I haven't seen that one yet. Oh. That's just really creepy, right? Or is it also just, yeah. Same director. It's everything. It's everything. Ari Aster, same director. Yeah, I I need to check that one out. I I think, funny enough, for The Conjuring, though, it's a film that one of the rare horror films or suspense thriller films where even if I watch it in the morning, it's still like haunts me for a couple of days yeah. so i can't just rewrite over it in one day yeah yeah nor, nor can i but i think we'll definitely be reviewing this one on the pod for sure mm-hmm. uh, really looking forward to that and just to be honest uh, so many of of these big movies i am still absolutely loving the fact that we can watch these movies at home just like kong versus godzilla mortal Kombat, which is coming out soon um there was uh, like the little things with Denzel Washington, and then of course uh, they just announced recently that uh, Black Widow with Scarlett Johansson and uh, Cruella with Emma Stone is coming to Disney Plus. You have to pay a premium for that, but it's coming the same time that it's coming to theaters. Uh, I think it's a probably probably stronger, more than likely chance that Shang Chi will follow that same path. But uh, yeah, I am absolutely loving this. I don't think I'm ever going to go back to a theater anytime soon. What do you I guys will yeah. like. Once in a blue moon for depending on yeah. the situation of the film. Yeah. You're saying cat? 
I'm excited to go back to theaters. I like, I'm such an old schoolie. Like I like to go in get my bucket of popcorn. It's the only time I'll drink a Coke, Mm. sit down, turn the phone off and just hang out. Like there's something so nostalgic about it. Obviously not for every film, but for those that need to be seen on the big screen, I'm in. I might be first in line. So. It'd be niche again. Like you're, I mean, it would be niche, not again, but it would be niche, basically, yeah. what you're have saying. You, have you guys like. been to a theater recently? No, but my fiance has. She went to, she went, yeah, she loves going to the theaters by herself sometimes when she needs to kind of wind down. Mm-hmm. She still <laughs> loves that uh, theater movie going feel. I think she's watching a film called Nobody, I think it was. Or. Uh. It's like an action kind of film, but I was like, oh, okay. oh yeah, yeah, with uh, Bob Odenkirk, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, Ooh, I heard that. I heard good things about that one. Cool. Yeah, so, thinking yeah. of buying AMC stock, actually. Yeah. Interesting. It's got to be pretty cheap right now, right? <laughs> it's so cheap. But um, back to Cruella. I'm excited about that one. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I'm very excited for Cruella. I think Emma Stone looks amazing. She thought she owned everyone. It's foolish. Unhinged. Well, you're fired. Why are you speaking? I think you've licked me. But there's something about poetic justice that's just so poetic. You won't admit you love me. And so, how do you have a To know you always tell me. Get her. This doesn't have to be a scene. It really, really does. Remind you all that I'm doing this in heels. What was your name? So I guess that's Krillin. whole like like following that whole Disney uh, kind of mold of taking their villains and turning them into antiheroes, right? Like with Maleficent and stuff. Is is that the feel, or does this look like hundred times better than Maleficent? I have yet to see the trailer. I it's, think it's better yeah. than Maleficent. Like it's a little bit more. I don't know. Like London rock and roll. Like Ooh. she looks so like cool and edgy. I think okay. Emma Stone like just looks amazing yeah especially okay. the, the the costume design oh man yeah looks Ooh. awesome all right i will be sure to check that one out mm-hmm. all right that was our look at the rundown on the latest entertainment news we're gonna take a quick break and then come right back with our look at the oscars which is coming up this sunday we're gonna talk about who will win and who should win so stay tuned for that first learned about this seven years ago on a mission in Brazil to capture a wanted fugitive. When we got there, it tore through our unit in seconds. The target had superhuman abilities. It had the same marking you do, Cole. It's a birthmark. What do you mean? He was born with it. It's not a birthmark, Cole. Means you've been chosen. Throughout history, different cultures all over the world reference a great tournament of champions. That dragon marking? I think it's an invitation to fight for something known. As Mortal Kombat. These are your champions. I'm Sonya. That's Kano. I'm Liu Kang. Name's Jax. Kung Lao. Lord Raiden. 
the fate of Earth is in our hands. No matter how many of my people you put in the ground, we will not fail. Kill them. This is my favorite time of the year. For me, it's kind of like Super Bowl Sunday because I'm I'm a huge sports fan, but also the Oscars. And uh, last year, had I had a big party, had some friends over, uh, watched Parasite win a, a whole slew of awards. This year, obviously, it's going to be a little bit different, but uh, I'm still just as excited to see the uh, nominees, see what they're wearing, and see who's going to win. And so I know that uh, all of us here are pretty big movie buffs, so... Though we may not have seen all the movies nominated, I'm sure we've seen quite a few and we have some strong uh, opinions about who will win and who is who should win. So uh wanted to kind of go through the major awards and just throw it out there and I'll just, you know, call it out and then ask you guys what you think. And so uh, for the first category I want to discuss here, actor in a leading role. Uh, nominees are Riz Ahmed for Sound of Metal, Chadwick Boseman for Ma Rainey's, Anthony Hopkins for The Father, Gary Oldman for Mank, and Stephen Yoon for Minari. So I wanted to first off hand the baton over to you, Kat. Who will win and who should win? For so many obvious reasons, I think Chadwick Boseman will win and he should win. Okay. But I'm not going to overlook Riz Ahmed because yes. yep. Riz should win everything in every category because he is such a phenomenal actor. Seriously. Yeah. What do you think, Will? You agree? I agree. Yeah. yeah, out of the five films, uh, I did see four. I, I haven't seen The Father, but I know Anthony Hopkins' work, so he's a brilliant actor as well. I think what really stood out for me with Riz is that it he he came from, at least for me, Star Wars. You know, the that's just the <laughs> yeah. that small bit scene. But to see him out of his out of his like element or, or, or to actually let him take on a lead role and see what he's made of it, it just really blew my mind and and as much as i love chadwick uh in ma Rain is black bottom and him also having such an amazing reputation uh there was just this different vibe this different energy in in the way how i saw yeah. Riz Ahmed's performance in, yeah. in the sound of metal there's yeah. just so many layers of the human condition mm -hmm. and then with ma rainey's with chadwick it was like a situation that we're all familiar with mm -hmm. and so it felt a lot easier for for, for chadwick boseman to kind of hone in on that so it, yeah. it seemed yeah. a bit easier for that in, ter in terms of what riz had to bring out yeah so uh, i totally agree with you i think this is one category where uh, all of us are uh, in sync um who will win? Chad Bozeman. And uh, who should win, in my opinion, Riz Ahmed. I mean, that's no disrespect to, to Chad at all. I just feel like, for me personally, I'm I'm more into like the more immersive kind of uh, uh, portrayals as opposed yep. to like the more over-the-top, um, you know, uh, performances that we often see. And uh, I, I remember maybe like about 10 years ago, uh, there was like a similar type thing going on with uh, Jamie Foxx was nominated for Ray and then Leonardo, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio was nominated for The Aviator. Now, both were pretty uh, showy, but then 
there was a lot more Oscar scenes in in Ray, and I feel like uh, I feel like with Chad, he had a lot of the similar types of scenes. He had like the big uh, monologue where he just kind of goes off, and there's tears in, in his eyes. Whereas with Ch- with uh, Riz Ahmed, he was such a lot more understated. He was just very much living in the skin of his character, and I thought. Yeah. That was just a, a lot more of a, a lived-in performance, which I appreciated. And I love performances that characters or actors have to take on where it's unfamiliar territory. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Riz, it really seemed like he was in this unfamiliar territory of this character where I saw behind the scenes of what he had to hone in and, and research mm-hmm. to um, understand when a person has... A, when a person has to go through a disability yeah and and man every scene that that i watched him in as he was losing his hearing was like him i don't know something that you can relate to i guess yeah that moment yeah. where you're frustrated regardless of the situation but you knowing that like you can't control it you can't do anything about it and that just really resonated with me mm. in that in yeah. that uh, performance that you did I just want to Mm -hmm. add one more thing. Mm -hmm. I have had the biggest crush on Anthony Hopkins since (laughs) Silence of the Lambs. And I think he's unbelievably hot still. I know he's like older, but I'm still going with Riz for this one. (laughs) Okay, hold on. Let's backtrack a little bit here because I think this kind of goes back to kind of what you were saying about how Requiem for a Dream made you love film. And then watching a man... (laughs) (laughs) Who eats people and puts I don't know what on his face to get out that that he just did it for you. He has the most stunning, like piercing eyes, and I know he went like a little nuts after the role, like when he would just like be at parties and be in character and it got creepy for people. For me, I don't know. He just there's just some softness about him. I I like I'm obsessed with Anthony okay. Hopkins. He oh, is literally my for, when people ask me who is your celebrity crush, I'm like. Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> All I think about is Cat, like seeing Silence of the Lambs and the part where Anthony Hopkins is behind the glass and he goes, <laughs> and then Cat goes, that's hot. <laughs> he's so brilliant and he's so, I, yeah. The he cheese stands alone again, again. but, um, but so is Riz Ahmed. Riz is so hot. He yeah. played this great, um, I've had a crush on him since, um, the night of, night of? <laughs> right, right, but if, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. but if it was Anthony Hopkins or Riz Ahmed, who would you who would you go with? For what? You know, <laughs> as a serial, as a potential a, a date, serial killer. No, as a potential, yeah, you know, like mate, like date night, <laughs> date night. <laughs> you're, you're eating some liver, uh, some uh, fava beans. No, what is <laughs> some I, fava liver beans. with fava beans and a nice Chianti? <laughs> who who do you have with you on that date? I'm going with Anthony Hopkins. Oh, I think okay. He, <laughs> Okay, right. ladies and gentlemen, you hear it here first. Yeah. Cat Loznikova. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Love it. All right, next category. Actor in a supporting role. Now, I think this is the most competitive and the best group of performances in any of the categories. So we have Sasha Baron Cohen, Travis Chicago 7, Daniel Kaluuya, Judas and the Black Messiah, Leslie Odom Jr., One Night in Miami, Paul Racky for The Sound of Metal, and Lakeith Stanfield for Judas and the Black Messiah. Now, I will say this. Jared Leto was getting quite a bit of the uh, nominations for this category, but I was very happy to see Lakeith get a nomination as well as Paul Racky because both of them were just phenomenal. So uh, maybe I'll hand it off to you first, Will. Who do you think actually, should win and who will win? 
I actually kind of want to do this once just to see if we all are on the same page. I kind of want all of us to say the Say name. it together? Okay. Say it together on the count of three. Okay. Who, who, who will win? Who will, will win? Okay. okay. All right. Ready? Yeah. One, two, three. Daniel, Daniel Kalia. Kalia. <laughs> there it is. There, there it go. is. Okay. Right. Now, and now I want to hear who should win on the count right. of three. Ready? One, two, three. Sasha Lakeith Lakeith Stanfeld. Stanfeld. <laughs> there it is. Okay. All right. The wow. cheese stands alone. <laughs> no, no. I said Sasha Baron Cohen, though, too. No, oh, no, yeah, but you, I, you're said, the I said Lakeith. You're the cheese. Like, oh, yeah. okay. Never mind. <laughs> All right. I only, I only referenced that with Kat. I'm sorry. All right. So, <laughs> Daniel Kaluuya, I mean, it's pretty much, I think, a foregone conclusion that he will win. And he was mm-hmm. great. But uh, I want to talk about the other the other nominees, because that's where we disagreed a little bit. So, for you two, why Sasha Baron Cohen? I think he's just so brilliant and what he put out, his acting is fantastic just to still carry out that character. I just, I think the, um, the Academy just wouldn't go with him because of, because of this whole persona that yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. Because the Academy is so pish posh and like, you know, up, tight in so many ways that they wouldn't recognize it even if they enjoyed the performance and the film he is so uh i mean if that's like honestly if that's the case i feel like the academy or anyone who would ever think so it's like they're blind to just see even though sasha baron cohen came up you know uh, as a comedic actor uh, in comedy in general as well uh even going back to all the way back to uh what's that one rastafari remember he used to he used to uh Ali G. Ali G, you know, (laughs) like that, you know, but now when I, like when I see him in, in the trial of Chicago seven, yeah, he is brilliant. He's a chameleon. He is such a chameleon and, and the way he delivers his lines is so eloquent and you, you just don't recognize him as the, as the Borat or Ali G or whatever other, uh, the other comedic actor acting that he does. Like he is a man of many many talents and i think that for me he should like he definitely deserves that win mm. yeah it's kind of like for me I, I guess this might be a crude analogy because i don't think they're on the same level though too it's like robin williams for me robin williams is such an amazing comedic actor but then when i watch him in goodwill hunting i'm just like oh my gosh like oh my gosh, huge one eighty for me, kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know. Coming mm-hmm. from Mork and Mindy, you know, I mean, it's just yeah. you, you see these you see these actors who do comedy, but they have so much more, you know. Yeah, very good. Yeah, point. he's so versatile; like it's unbelievable. Very. And like every th- every role he wears, he just goes into it a hundred percent. Actually, last night my boyfriend and I were um, watching his interview as Ali G with. Um, David Beckham and uh, Victoria Beckham yes, from like 2000. Yeah. And like, it's just so crazy how in character he is and he's so sharp and he's so funny. And I think that the Academy just will not recognize yeah. his talent, that he is able to go so fluidly from role to role because of his past with Borat. So good. Uh, I said Lakeith uh, for one reason only. I feel like a guy like Daniel Kaluuya had his chance to shine uh, because uh, Lakeith was kind of that safety net that enabled him to kind of really you know, go for the jugular. So uh, something similar happened also a while back when uh, Denzel Washington won for uh, training day. He had the showier performance, but it was really Ethan Hunt's, I feel like, uh, cop 
character that grounded the movie and really kind of like, uh, you know, basically set up the assist for Denzel. And I feel like Lakeith was really the more the morality of this film. Um, and he was playing so many emotions at times where uh, literally at one moment he's crying from guilt. And then the next moment he's like covering it up and just trying to be like this hotshot guy that's uh, trying to hide the fact that he's being completely torn up inside. It was just such a conflicted performance. And I, and I really did love it. But like I said, one of the strongest categories like Paul Rocky, amazing. Leslie Odom, amazing. Mm-hmm. And of course, Sasha Baron was, was amazing as well. Um, Moving on to the next category, I I like what we did there. I think we should do that one more time. So I think for actress in a leading role, we should say who we... uh, Uh, This one's so hard, though. Oh, my gosh. This one one was hard for me. Uh, Hold on. Give me like a... I'm like going back and forth with like a couple of actors and actresses in this. But okay. Okay. I'm just going to go Are we saying who should or will? Well, let's do should first and then will after. All right. Here are the nominees. Viola Davis for Ma Rainey's. Andre Day for United States versus Billie Holiday, Vanessa Kirby for Pieces of a Woman, Frances McDormand for Nomadland, and Carrie Mulligan for Promising Young Women. So first is who should win. Ready? Okay. One, two, three. Andre Vanessa Day. <laughs> wow. We all went different. No, what did you say, Will? I said, said Andre Day. Yeah, that's what I said. Oh, that's what you said too. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. All right. So Vanessa Kirby. From the 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 pick me up feel good movie of the year pieces of a woman why she stands alone she is so phenomenal in this yeah. movie how like how could she not that she opening was. scene when she is in labor and loses it and all throughout the film she, her acting is just beyond it's so real and it's so human. Mm-hmm. It's like it's hard to believe that we're not watching like a real person going through this. Mm-hmm. Is that it's someone acting? Mm-hmm. Agreed. Cool. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. I had a hard time with uh, the other two that I was thinking was Vanessa Kirby and Frances McDormand, only because their physical acting was something that yeah. I thought they were both phenomenal in. Yeah. So, um, Andre Day, why will? As much as it's a familiar ground again once again you know uh for a period piece yeah the musical uh, biopic right musical biopic but also just a you know to to, like the the black the black history of of the the segregation and 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 the situation i didn't really see that though with andre day it's like you really saw billy holiday's tormented life of love, of loss, of addiction, all these things. Like I really just saw an amazing long transformation of who she was yeah. to who she became. Yeah. And and where it ended up for her. And yeah. I was I, I was really impressed though too, because I I don't know, I'm a stickler for also uh the accurate impersonation when especially when it comes to the vocals, the the, the tone of voice and the way how uh, Andre Day uh, was speaking. I looked at Billie Holiday some uh, on YouTube, some audio interviews of her. And I was like, "Oh my goodness, she really sounds very similar to the original Billie Holiday." So very good in this movie. Um, yeah, and, and 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 granted, I didn't do too much research behind uh, digging more about Billie Holiday's uh, disposition. But the fact of the matter is, is that the way Andre Day portrayed her, it felt like such a strong, independent, confident woman on the outside, but on the inside, like there's just this darkness. 
Yeah. And and how well she was able to hone in on that was very impressive to me. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Now, real quick, I want to say uh, who will win. Um, and we'll do that on the count of three. Ready? One, two, three. Friends Carrie Friends. Mulligan. What? Oh. <laughs> you think Carrie, Carrie Mulligan, Mulligan yes, yes. has a chance? I, I, I do. Mean, <laughs> will, you think she will win? I think she will win, yes. I think not. <laughs> I, I, I Okay, he, hear me out here. here. This is my logic, okay? Uh, the Academy has had a history of uh, awarding a, a woman who has paid her dues, but is still kind of like the young, upstart, fresh, like ingenue kind of character. We're talking like Charlize when she won for Monster, Reese Witherspoon when she won for Walk the Line. And I feel like Carrie Mulligan kind of fits the role here. She's been nominated before. Everyone knows she's a great actor. And then this was just basically a, a, like a platform piece for her. Like a Jennifer Lawrence? Almost? Yes, yes, exactly. Uh, please don't exactly. Tell me. It sounds, this sounds very political. Please don't tell us. Uh, it, it is political. And that's yeah. why... I, no. I heard she's the favorite to win. Um, I know um, the Academy, I guess, likes Frances McDermott, yeah. but doesn't like her speeches hmm. <laughs> very much. So yeah, she's a, yeah. and but she's I won just twice. Don't know, I know, but I just don't know who else they would award yeah. if not Vanessa Kirby. But I think also there's just kind of, I mean, with what you guys are saying, you know, they're they're losing the the whole point of the the uh winner like if if they say that francis mcdormand they just don't like her speeches it's like that that's that disregards everything about the award in general so mm-hmm. i think francis mcdormand will win because her like in comparison to vanessa kirby i think they both like i said it, that that the physicality the acting and just the way how she they carry themselves in a in a in a in a film where the dialogue is scarce but man, how much you can really resonate with the the, the emotional uh, journey that they're going through and, and the mental headspace that 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 for me is impressive too. Like, you know, you can have amazing dialogue, but at the same time, if you're able to kind of like really hone in on what are they thinking, how are they feeling, and and really wanting to care about that, that to me is all like something bigger, I guess, mm-hmm. for lack of a better yeah. you know explanation. Yeah. But yeah, mm-hmm. okay. All right, so we'll go with one more acting category, and then we're going to jump around a little bit. Uh, actress in a supporting role. I think we'll uh, shy away from how we just announced the last two uh, awards, but uh, maybe I'll go ahead and ask you, Kat, what are your thoughts? Who will win? Who should win? I think uh, Maria Bakalova will um, will win. Okay. I think, and please correct my pronunciation, yeah. Yu Jung Yoon. Yes. Yun. Yeah. Yoon. Well done. Uh-huh. Uh, for Minari should win. Okay. Interesting. Uh, what now? Why do you think Maria Bakalova uh, will win? Because uh, for the most part, I think the Academy, well, maybe less so in this ca- in this category, but they tend to not um, award uh, awards to not award awards, but <laughs> not give awards to uh, comedies. So I wanted to ask you why you I'm... thought she would win. I know that, and I know it's for Borat, where I just earlier spoke about Sasha Baron Cohen possibly not getting an award for the trial of the Chicago 7 because of Borat, you know? But here I'm saying that she would. Um, I, I just, with the way the award season has been going and the um, reception of the film, it just makes 
the most logical sense to me for some reason. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it would be Amanda Seyfried for some yeah. reason. Same. Um, I do hope that it's Yu Jung. Yu Jung? Yeah, Yu Jung Yin. Yeah. Y- yeah. I, that's who I hope wins yeah. it. Like, so, I truly, broken. truly hope it's her. Broken penis. Broken. Sorry. <laughs> you have to watch the film. She too. was so phenomenal <laughs> as that grandmother. Like, yeah. just, just so many... She added so much to the story. Yeah. Her character just kept unfolding, and I, I don't, I can't really say that I saw that kind of contribution to storytelling from anywhere else, from yeah. any other actresses in this category. Myron, I don't yeah. know. Have you? Did you ever see uh, Yoon Young uh, Jung Yoon like? in Korean dramas but when I, I was when you were younger because I remember my parents used to watch it and I'm like oh like I, I recognize her obviously from oh, many Korean yeah. dramas I, I don't I didn't watched. recognize her uh to be honest with you this is the first time I, I've seen her oh wow. but uh yeah I mean I'm flipped with you uh Kat because I think that uh Maria Bakalova should win because she was phenomenal and she stole the movie from Borat and she was the heartbeat of the movie but I think Yu Jung Yoon will win um that's kind of where my head's at um but uh yeah turning it over to you you will i wanted to ask you what your thoughts are on this next category for best mm-hmm. cinematography uh the nominees are judas and the black messiah uh sean bobbitt um not to be mistaken for john wayne bobbitt um <laughs> eric messerschmidt for mink darius wolski for news of the world Joshua James Richards for Nomadland and The Trial of the Chicago 7, Feeding Papa Michael. I wanted to ask you who will win, who should win. I think who will win uh, is Nomadland. Mm, okay. Uh, only due to the fact that the challenges uh, that they that they took upon when it came to small crew uh, yeah. and natural lighting, you know, I thought that they, they really took on creating uh, a film where, you know, you can create an amazing, beautiful story even with minimal equipment, I guess, in a yeah. sense for me. Yeah. And, and the fact that the cinematographer was able to uh, brilliantly, um, you know, uh, take on those challenges and take on those obstacles, it, it, it just like he, he succeeded with flying colors, in my opinion. Okay. Um, it, who, sh- who should win? Ooh. Um, I really enjoy the trial of Chicago seven mm. uh, cinematography and I'll probably already just cover this now, like even editing wise. So those are the two main things that really stuck out to me with the trial of Chicago seven was the cinematography and editing of that. Okay. Um, Got I it. think that the, 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 the mood and the lighting that, that the trial of Chicago seven of, uh, wasn't it Fidon, uh, Papa Michael. That's a yeah. cool last name actually. Papa Michael. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> He really did an amazing job with with the the tone of the period, uh, and and just man, the overall just the overall painting of 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 the lighting and everything just went was so amazing. Especially, I think I remember I mentioned this too. Especially in the courtroom, where you have such a bland room, but can make so many dynamic shots and decisions and making yeah. it look interesting. Yeah. 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 Yeah, very true. Um, I have to go with uh, 
um, Nomadland as well. I believe they will win, and I believe that they should win. And uh, I don't know. It's a smaller scale film, and you know, if you consider what it is to be a cinematographer, it's not only camera framing and placement, but also lighting. And uh, I mean, they definitely had less to work with, but the image was still beautiful, and it was perfect for the film they were they were um, you know they were creating. Um, definitely not on the scale of *Trial of the Chicago 7*, which was absolutely beautiful. But uh, yeah, I think *Nomadland* will and should win. Nice. Uh, wanted to jump ahead, and uh, sorry, uh, I don't want to do this again, but I do want to do it again. So we're going to do it again here. Uh, directing, <laughs> I think that uh, I, I like your idea, Will. So we'll, we'll do this again and see what happens. All right. On the count of three, we're going to say who will win. Ready? One, two, three. Close out. Close out. Yes. Sure. No doubt. We are in agreement. Do you think we can talk about a a category that I'm hoping we'll get to, but I just don't know if I can wait for it much longer? Yeah, let's talk about it. Because I think Clojiao, it's pretty much a foregone conclusion in my mind. Maybe I'm overstepping and maybe just a little bit too overconfident, but she was phenomenal. She will win. And so, uh, and I think she should win. So, yes. uh, What is the category you want to discuss, Kat? Um, animated feature, of course. <laughs> okay. Who do I think will win? Soul. Who do I think should win? Not Anyone soul. but Soul. <laughs> Not Soul. <laughs> Says nice. the one without a soul. Gosh, yes. what is wrong with you, Cat? Um, but um, uh, what do you guys think? Do you think Soul will win? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, I also wanted to add on the animated short film. I haven't seen anything, but except for. If anything happens, I love you. Uh-huh. If you guys haven't seen it, go watch it. Where? Please don't Google anything about it. It's on Netflix. It's 12 minutes long. It's beautiful. I think it should win, and I think it will win, Ooh. even though if it's the only one I watched in the category. Uh-huh. But it is so powerful and so moving. It's a short. It's animated. Please don't Google anything about it. Just sit down and start watching the story unfold, and it is so powerful. So... Maybe oh, we can okay. discuss it yeah. at some point. That sounds great. That sounds good. Let's do that. I will check that out tonight, actually, if I can. Uh, two more categories here, and I know we're running a little bit long on this segment. Next one, uh, and this is for Will, since uh, he is a, a, a very enthusiastic and very uh, a passionate editor. So uh, film editing, The Father, uh, Nomadland, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, and The Trial of the Chicago 7. Will, who do you got? Okay, who should win? I will say, uh, oh, man, who should win is The Sound of Metal. Yes. And who will win, though, I think I think it will be The Sound of Metal, actually, as well. Even oh, though, okay. I, I, even though I love The Trial of Chicago 7, I think with The Sound of Metal, uh, the, the editing uh, in... in juxtaposition with the sound engineering and and how they yeah. really honed in in transitioning with being able to keep you in line with what was going on uh, emotionally with Riz Ahmed's situation like it, it was just so freaking like crazy like it, it, oh man when he started losing his his hearing and and how the cuts were timed with the yeah. way how the sound was really like just putting hairs on my back, you know, and 
and then and it, it was just really well done. So mm. I, I think Sound of Metal should and will win. Okay, got it. Um, I agree with you to some respect. I, I believe it's definitely a technical masterpiece, just in the creativity and uh, in the new ways that they showed um, how, or not showed, but allowed us to experience how someone is uh, going deaf. Um, I think that for this one, I personally think the trial of the Chicago seven should win mm. uh, simply because uh, I mean, towards the end of that film, and I know a lot of this was on the page, but they were cutting back and forth between multiple scenes from like, I don't know what looked to be like a st- almost a standard performance by Sasha Baron Cohen. Um, you know, the actual events of the riot plus the courtroom. And uh, literally, I think there were even uh, not only were we cutting back and forth between all of those different scenes, but also other scenes as well with like Eddie Redmayne and Sasha Baron Cohen just at each other's throats. And it all made sense. It never felt overtly uh, confusing or like they were reaching and it didn't make any sense. It all felt like it had a place and it was like almost like a, a house of cards, right? Uh, it's built. And if you just remove a card, the whole thing would just fall apart. But I do, I, I'm in full agreement with you in terms of uh, the sound of metal. Uh, for any sort of sound engineering technical awards they have, it absolutely must win. And that, that's just, yeah. Next category and i think this will be the last one that we discuss here and i'll uh, let cat i'll let uh, you cat decide um or talk about who you think should and will win uh, nominees are the father judas and the black messiah mink minari nomadland promising young woman sound of metal and trial of the chicago seven who will win and who should win well this won't be surprising but <laughs> i think nomadland will take this one okay uh, Do I think it should? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Sure, it should. <laughs> that's, uh, that's, that's not very uh, convincing here. Uh, <laughs> of these films, is it your favorite? No. <laughs> <laughs> Which one is your favorite? Oh, gosh. I don't think any of them are my favorite. I think it was a tough year for film, but okay. Um, I think Sound of Metal is it for me on this list. Um, okay. I also I did enjoy Minari. Mm-hmm. Um, Nomad Land, it is. <laughs> it's like the lesser of uh, what seven evils, kind of. I yeah, guess you could say. I just wish I was more excited about each one of these movies the way I usually am. Like I usually have a harder, a more difficult way of picking a film because they're all such standouts. And I don't know, this was tough. Yeah. Did you like Parasite last year? I did. Did I think it was going to win? No. Mm-hmm. I knew it would, but I put my bet on something else what it was i can't remember right now (laughs) hold on okay let's go back in time i'm gonna look this up right now 1917 was will's choice i remember it was uh let's see what were some of the other movies nominated that year there was uh um the uh jojo rabbit there was uh Oh my God, Jojo Rabbit is one of my, it's like a a five-star film for me. Like you ask me what my favorite movie is, Jojo Rabbit. Five stars all around. Okay, yeah. There was another one. What what, what else was on the list? The the, the Um, divorce movie. The Adam Driver, Scarlet. Best best picture for 2020. It was (coughs) Parasite, Mm -hmm. Ford versus Ferrari, 
The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, 1917, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. See, even now I have a hard time deciding. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I love Joker. I think I may have placed on Joker because that like that's how twisted I am. But I love the marriage story. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I maybe thought it would win because, you know, um, the Academy likes to award like Hollywood driven movies like La La Land. Mm-hmm. Uh, I personally love Jojo Rabbit. That is five stars all around. Yeah. Um, so good. So, yeah, I, I I mean, I knew Parasite would win and it should win. I bet against it. I will report what it was just because, like I said, I'm having a hard time picking as yeah. is right now. And I definitely had a choice last year. Yeah, I, I had my money on the Irishman. <laughs> no yeah, way. Right. Did you? <laughs> no, I joke. didn't. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Will, I think you and I agree on this. Nomadland will. No, actually, we agree that Nomadland will win, I think. But that yeah. Sound of Metal should win, right? Yeah. Yep. Oh, me too. I told you. I'm, oh my gosh, we finally agree on something. You guys, it happened. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Myron. Our gift to you. Do you want to be the best birthday gift from from you to me, Kat? If you were to watch Soul tonight one more time (laughs) and give it another chance. I tried. My family was in town last week. My mom and my sisters and I sat down to watch it because my mom loved it. And I tried Uh to get two of my sisters to watch it. And we both clocked down and we're like, can we not suffer through this any longer? <laughs> wow. Wow. But the music it's in was in my good. jeans, which yeah. is shocking. Because yeah. my mom liked it. Wow. Interesting. It is very harsh for you guys. Tough crowd. Tough crowd. Jeez. The, the, the cheeses stand alone. My family yeah. loves Jojo Rabbit, though. My whole family is obsessed yeah. with Jojo Rabbit. <laughs> oh, yeah. But Jojo yeah. Rabbit was, yeah. I think for the majority of people, uh, they love Jojo Rabbit. It was so good. Yeah. I think majority of people didn't want to watch Jojo Rabbit because it looks so offensive on yeah. the surface. That's Are you great. kidding me? Are you serious? <laughs> How many? Had they not freaking seen Mel Brooks, the producer? The producers? I mean, come on. Like, it's. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I, I feel like. Like us, like there are people who would watch that trailer and be like, "We're not watching a Hitler movie," where it's like more, it's way other than that, you know. Oh my goodness, yeah. people are so sensitive. Please uh, cut that out. Please. <laughs> <laughs> they are though, aren't they? They are I'm sick and tired no, of it. all you people. Get off seriously. social media. Stop, stop following posts that reinforce what you believe and listen to some <laughs> alternative perspective once in a while. People, come on, come on. That's what I'm saying. I'm gonna have to cut that because <laughs> people are too damn sensitive. They are like it's yeah. such a well-written story and so well yeah. shot, and just people. A lot of people don't get it. Yeah, yeah because our, everyone everyone thinks there's an agenda behind it. Yeah. It's, it's like yeah, the it's agenda a, is writing a good freaking story. It's actually a movie that preaches tolerance, open-mindedness, and inclusion beyond you know. It, and people don't get that because they're turned off by the imagery, but they're. That's Absolutely. Just, yeah. But it's yeah. also the funny contradiction. Like when when uh the the scene where they you know when uh Jojo meets up with his pal and and you know in the midst of battle Yorkie. Yorkie. Yes. Yeah. Yorkie. Yorkie. And then he was like, "You know, we're not uh, I've seen the Japanese and I'm not sure, you know, that they, they look they Aryan. Look not, they look Aryan. <laughs> they look nothing like us." So 
I'm so you know, and it was so funny because that was so true. Like yeah. it, it's the contradiction and it's yeah. the humor behind that. Yeah, it's, it's, the, it's so well cast. Everyone's oh, yeah. like brilliant. The transformations are it's just amazing, like yeah. all around. Um, let's review Jojo Rabbit uh, yeah. a year Take later. Take a look back. Yes, I think that's not a bad idea. All right. That was a look at the Oscars. They can be seen this Sunday on April 25th. We will take a short break and come back with a review of Godzilla versus Godzilla. 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 It's not racist because we're Asian. Godzilla (laughs) versus Kong. Stay tuned. This is our only chance. What's coming? And this child. She's the only one he'll communicate with. I knew that they had a bond. She had nowhere to go, so I made a promise to protect her. And I think that in some way, Khan did the same. Kong. King Kong. Kong. Is that how the like the white people say it? No. King Kong and then Gojira. The Gojira. Japanese. The Asians. Gojira. <laughs> oh, I am dying, you guys. Ken Watanabe said it best in uh, the first one. <laughs> Gojira. Yeah. I enjoyed our conversation. All right. <laughs> what was that like an Asian no. French? <laughs> no, that was uh, The Last Samurai. Don't you know when you would talk to Tom Cruise? <laughs> no, I enjoyed just... our conversation. <laughs> no. Oui, oui. <laughs> yes. All right. We are back. And uh, we are going to be reviewing Godzilla versus Kong. This is the epic next chapter in the cinematic monsterverse. I didn't know that was a thing, but apparently it is. It pits two of the greatest icons in motion picture history against one another. 
this sounds like Joe Rogan like wrote this before a UFC <laughs> fight. But uh, the fearsome Gojira and the Gojira. mighty Kong with humanity caught in the balance. Now, this movie broke pandemic box office records and gave everyone hope that uh, movie theaters and cineplexes are going to bounce back just as strong as it as it was before. I watched it at home. Uh, I'm assuming that's how you guys watched it. Yes. Agreed. Also, side note: rest yeah. in peace, ArcLight. Sorry. Oh yeah. yeah, ArcLight that's, Cinemas. That's brutal. It is. It's so sad. Yeah. I think I still have a gift card to ArcLight. <laughs> <I guess. laughs> it's even more sad for. It, maybe you could like sell it for like on eBay for five bucks or something. Yeah, it's like I'll a rare thing now. First. It's like a collector's yeah. item now. Yeah. Um, I actually will be completely transparent. Yeah. I wanted to watch it. But then I decided that I will go into this blindly and have you two tell me the story, oh. and then I'll be able to give it a rating. <laughs> well, secret, there is no story. This yes, is just... there's, there's like, there's like, there's so many holes, plot holes, and yeah. like the biggest plot hole is like as big as when Godzilla, the, you yeah. know, the, made a the, hole to the Hollow Earth. <laughs> yeah, the whole movie then is a plot hole. This will make it that much better because right. you two reviewing this i'll, I'll be able to okay. grade it All now right. well I, I will say this and will can you can chime in at, at any moment here sure um, this movie and i think they knew this going into it it was it was like okay we're gonna hire the best actors we're gonna get rebecca hall alexander skarsgård brian tyree henry kyle chandler i love them all they're they really phenomenal yeah i love them all they're great actors and uh they basically said we're gonna get Amazing special effects, huge set piece fights. We're going to hire the best actors and we're going to put them in a movie where the story makes absolutely no sense at all. And people are still going to watch it. And you know what? Honestly, I enjoyed this movie, even though it was the most incoherent plot I've ever seen. First off, the majority of this movie uh, circles on this idea that inside the earth, there's a place called Hollow Earth. Unfortunately, Middle Earth was taken, so they had to come up with a new... Wait, I got it, guys. Hollow Earth. Because it's hollow. It's an Earth within an Earth. Yes, yes. And this is apparently where King Kong comes from. There is energy <laughs> in, in this place that no one really talks about, but people are aware of on the surface. Um, and man, the physics, right? Yeah. My goodness. Yeah. The way the physics are explained. Yeah, the gravity <laughs> is different there. Um, and... Uh, they needed King Kong's help to find it, even though King Kong didn't know where it was and he had to be shown kind of the starting point of the journey. But once he got there, he knew how to get to Hollow Earth. So, and he's from yeah, there? Yeah, he's from there. I doesn't think that's how it is as well. Get there. But then once he's on the path, knows how to get there. So he leads a, a human expedition to Hollow Earth so that they in turn can get some sort of energy signature from hollow earth so that the people back on the surface can use that energy to basically power their spoiler alert, mecha Godzilla, the machine version of Godzilla. Um, apparently. Gotcha. Yeah. And then King Kong has this sword, this really cool sword, which kind of takes away from King Kong. Like, I don't want to see King Kong fight with the sword. I want to see him fight things with his bare hands more like right? an axe kind of yeah it was I an axe guess. yeah an axe with power right yeah and uh, you know what that was right myron what, what was it you don't know I th the axe yeah you, the the so the actual uh 
tip of the axe, you know, uh, just you know how the tip? it was. Gl- just no, no. <laughs> is it the MacGuffin from um, <laughs> Wonder Woman? <laughs> no, it's 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 uh, one of the spines from Godzilla because that's uh, it, it's I think Godzilla's also from that Hollow Earth. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it's the shape of the spine of Godzilla. That's oh. why that's that's why it glows blue. Okay. So somehow, the the people on the surface just by getting an energy signature is able to reproduce that energy to power a mechanical Godzilla, which by the way is still made from like steel and things that human beings have made. But this thing is apparently more powerful than Godzilla, even though it's made out of the very material that was being completely leveled to the ground when King Kong and Godzilla were fighting each other. Um, I had no idea what the hell was happening in this story the entire time. Um, it didn't make any sense whatsoever. But, but it man, did make did... sense. Just kidding. No, it didn't. But man, did I enjoy the fight scenes. It was yeah. cathartic. It's kind of like when you have a stressful day of work and you come home and you want to play video games. And Rampage. you want to, yeah, or you want to put in like NBA 2K, right? And you just want to like play the worst team in the video game and beat them by 50. And afterwards, <laughs> you feel good about yourself. It's that kind of cathartic experience when you watch Kong and Godzilla fight. So that's what it was. It was a fun ride that made absolutely no sense. And the acting was great because they hired great actors. And uh, it was a paycheck movie for them. And somehow, I, okay, maybe you, this is a side topic and maybe we don't talk about this. But Ron Tomatoes is absolutely 100% rigged. I, I 91%. Just, I just looked. It says yeah. 91%. Yeah. No audience way. score and tomato meter is 75. Yeah. No way. No way. Makes no sense here. I think I think all those critics who voted uh had covid and it messed with their DNA somehow. Brain fog. <laughs> that actually explains the rating for Soul as well. Oh, oh my oh. gosh. We are not going to go there. All right, cat, you're Coming done. Back around. <laughs> done. Going back around. <laughs> my gosh. All right, Will. What you, what is your two cents about this movie? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I agree with you, Myron. I mean, it's just, you can't go into this one serious at all. He's just great graphics visually. You know, I, I honestly think like even these, the, the, the fight scene to me, uh, was more epic than say like transformers personally. I thought like the fight scenes and, and just the visual effects of all of it. Um, I will say, yeah, I, the cheesy part of it was uh, I kind of do wish that Kong, you know, just used his bare hands, used his brute strength. But this axe came out of nowhere and I was like, huh, okay. Oh, he has family that used to be here. Not anymore. Uh, Oh, everything's upside down, works backwards. Okay, how did that happen? And they say, we just built it and we created it and we figured it out. Okay, cool, moving along. And it's just really... You just can't take it seriously. Yeah. You just have to enjoy it, and uh, I did yeah. enjoy it because I I just they're, 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 it was just so visually. Stunning. I don't know if it was like the, the, yeah, stunning like the colors, yeah, and and just the the epic battles. Even a simple conversation scene inside of a restaurant, they just lit the crap out of it. It looked yeah. like there was a Chinese restaurant scene, so vibrant. Uh, yeah, with the uh, the kid from uh, Hunt for the Wilder People, right? I think his name is Julian Dennison. Julian Dennison, Billy yeah. Bobby Brown, Brian Tyree Henry. They're like eating Chinese food, and uh, somehow it's lit up like a freaking nightclub, and it just mm-hmm. looked incredible, right? 
It's like they threw all the Hollywood money at this thing. They hired the best actors, and it's basically like like a piece of shit with a ribbon on it. That's basically what it is. It's like when it boils down to it, it's still it's just, it is what it is. But but that the, piece the, of shit was sculpted pretty yeah, well. Yeah, and that ribbon was a really nice ribbon. Really designer, expensive yes. designer Prada yes. ribbon, or yes. what uh, you know. But yeah. I think the other thing too that um, kind of had me you know enjoy it was the the campiness that wasn't overt it was just the right amount of campiness from yeah, the group that. of like julian and millie bobby brown and uh, i think it was brian yeah brian terry henry yeah like just their just their 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 chemistry um yeah you just you you, you just know you can't yeah i'm not taking this seriously i just think this is awesome this is fun you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. um right. who won yeah. Oh, okay, okay. That was the other thing. Okay, going into this film, right off the bat, I was like, "This you is new." No con- yes, yeah. yeah, this is no contest. You cannot go into this thinking that Godzilla is not gonna win because one, he freaking has fire breath. Two, like he is like you know he has those like spines and and he has arms that are actually longer than a Tyrannosaurus Rex. He has teeth. He has and, and and he can go underwater and swim and he's like both land and amphibious. Kong is just a big ass gorilla and, and he doesn't even use his freaking teeth, which I thought okay, there's an advantage, but he never bites. And I'm like really, and I I don't know, like it yeah. just was it and and he doesn't have scales like Godzilla at least has scales too, like a sense of armor. He has everything. But there so. is a sense of justice involved, right? Because they have to, if Godzilla is going to kick Kong's ass, and obviously Kong has to have his moment, right, at the end. And he does. He does. Yeah. And all, um, but in all honesty, though, too, Godzilla and Kong, you know, they're not, they're not enemies, per se. They're just... Frenemies. <laughs> so why were they fighting? Dominance. So instinctual dominance. Like... In any animal kingdom, there has to be like, you know, like in a lion, like a pride of lions, that that one that needs to know that they are the, yeah, that they, they're the uh, the dominant one. So that's all it really was. Yeah. So Godzilla won. Of course. Yes. What happened to Kong? Kong he almost yielded. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait. Let's go over this. Sorry. Kong started to die. At which point, Alex- Alexander Skarsgård flew his ship, landed on Kong's chest. Did some sort of mechanical wizardry and turned his ship <laughs> into a like a defibrillator. Yeah, <laughs> and then pressed his button, ran out of the ship as fast as he could so he wouldn't get electrocuted, and that that ship brought Kong back to life he just in time. He defibrillated yeah. Kong, Kong with the ship. Just in, just in time for what? For, for, for Kong. What, what, what suspense? Just, just in time for Kong to save Godzilla from Mecha Godzilla. So, yeah. that, so that was like that moment after Kong see Godzilla. It's like, you, you good? You good? Yeah. It's like, kind of like that nod, like, appreciate like two, you, bro. Like two, like two yeah. homies. Yeah. <laughs> like two homies just yeah. nodding at each other. Yeah. It's kind of like Will Smith and Martin Lawrence yeah. and yeah. Bad Boys. Bad Boys. <laughs> and then they, they fist bump and then they go their own separate ways. They didn't they don't wow. actually fist bump. No no fist bump. But that would be hilarious. Equivalent to that. Yeah. Oh man. It's yeah, there you go, Cash. Yeah. There you go. We you you've seen the movie. 
a, wow. a, a high tech ship, a high tech ship that can actually enter Hollow Earth, then convert it into a defibrillator to bring back Kong to life. <laughs> what it's what a plot twist! Did you notice the editing in that scene? Because uh, like Skarsgård is in the ship, and then he turns it into defibrillator. I was like, that guy's not going to make it because he's got to get out of the ship. <laughs> Run off Kong, right? Yeah. And, then, and, and he's then like at off. least like yeah. what fifty to a hundred feet in the yeah. air, like but from, from they, Kong. Yeah, they do this thing where uh, they hit a button. <laughs> he hits a button. You see him leave the ship. Next cut, he's already <laughs> on, the on the ground. ground. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? That's no logic here. What is he? Is he, is he like Carl Lewis or something, <laughs> running the hundred meter dash? Is he Saint Bolt, bro? <laughs> yeah. It <laughs> was. <laughs> oh, I haven't laughed that hard, dude. Oh man, I didn't realize yeah, that all good. that. That was, oh, that was so that was funny. Good. Anyway, final reviews. Will, what do you give it? I give it a two and a half. Yeah, mm. I give 2. it two 5. and a half too. Mm-hmm. Purely for entertainment value, it was fun. Blockbuster, I would say. Yeah, yeah. it was fun. I'm giving your retelling four point five. Wow. Ooh. Okay. Nice. Maybe we Quite should do this film. <laughs> Quite entertaining. Yeah, well, we 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 did a good job. It's like Kong Godzilla. I would, good. I would good. love to see you in the boardroom with the script, my where you actually be like, "All right, guys, so Kong's almost dead, but we bring him back to life. How do we do that? That ship that you guys remember? Yeah, yeah, defibrillator." I'm crying. Oh my gosh. Uh, but, well, yeah, so wait, who's gonna? But, uh, but how do how do we set it off? Scars guard, you're he the one. You're the button. one that's gonna like do the wiring, whatever. We can do whatever, or we can just have one one big red button that just converts it, right? How does so, he get get away in time? It's gonna worry. be a hard. Cu- <laughs> Don't worry, it'll be a hard cut. cut. No one will ever off. know. Will's yes. gonna make that hard cut. Yeah, it's okay. You know, it's a it's fun. It's fine. Everyone's yeah. gonna everyone's gonna enjoy it. We're gonna make millions. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> anyway, it was still fun though. Still it fun. was no yeah. a, a bottom line. It's like riding the Universal Studio, you know, tram when you yeah. go in and see Kong. So yeah, just like that. Exactly. But there's but there's a Gojira as well. I, dude, I wouldn't. I, that would be so dope if yeah. they converted it with Godzilla in yeah. there. Yeah. No All problem. right. <laughs> so it's been a while since we recorded, and I I have to tell you guys, um, I forgot how much I missed this. So uh, I hope uh, that our listeners feel the same, and uh, we will. Be back with a new episode. We promise sooner rather than later. I want to review Mortal Kombat. Hopefully we can do that soon. And uh, we'll see you guys soon. That was our episode. We'll be back. And then, but until then, we just want to remind you that it's not so much the destination, but the things you watch and experience along the way. Stay safe. Stay safe. Stay safe.